Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Now we're going to make you feel good about a, a Kiwi motorsport year. Coming live from either his estate on the eastern part of the country or his estate down country, his summer estate, is full-time Bathurst champion Greg Murphy. Hello, Murph. Um, interesting introduction. <laughs> Mate, you you, you got to learn how to spark up power. We've been doing this for eight years on the telly. Come on. Which estate are we on today? The summer estate or the, the home estate? <laughs> That'll do. Move on. <laughs> you do this to me all the time. Come on. Hey, uh, first and foremost, happy Christmas. Yeah. Happy Christmas to you too. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Oh. We're already here. Got, I mean, and we got it's through really here. unbelievable. We're not allowed to say unbelievable, remember? Oh. We're not allowed to say it. <laughs> okay, you better, got, got you better tell the story about why we can't say unbelievable. Well, you, me, and Ian Smith. Ian Smith, he doesn't know that he got he was part of that, but uh, you, me, and Ian Smith were, were marked men by uh, an anonymous who um, put a letter in my letterbox at home, uh, and uh, no name, no address, no nothing. But uh, we were told that um, we're lazy because we use the word unbelievable, and we've got to got to step it up and start being a bit of a bit more, buddy. Um, what smarter in our in our vocabulary? So um, we've got to stop saying unbelievable. What was funny we've about the told. what was funny about the letter was it looked like it was written by a three year old, and the grammar was terrible. So so yeah. my what scares me is they they knew, they knew where you live. I think you better just um, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be putting brick walls up now, uh, barbed wire, yeah. spotlights. I've got cameras. cameras. Uh, oh, you've got cameras already. Good man. Let's talk about a wonderful year of Kiwi motorsport. You and I will always rave about IndyCar, but for Scott uh, McLaughlin going into his first year of IndyCar, what he gave himself a seven out of ten on the show earlier this week. What would you give him? Yeah. Uh, well, I'd probably be a bit kinder, considering um, he's probably looking at it from a, a different perspective that I would be. I mean, he is. He's the man doing the job, and and he puts a lot of pressure on himself to perform. He works incredibly hard, and um, he, he he's probably being looking at it from that professional perspective, uh, you know, because he's doing the job. We're looking at it from a, a change of scenery for him from supercars and stepping into uh, something that he has spent very little time in and uh, has to learn from scratch. And so, I would probably be more inclined to give him an eight and a half, nine, based on on the fact that, you know, his experience in IndyCar and single-seaters, um, ovals, all that kind of stuff is zero. And he went out there and I think he acclimatised well. Yes, he probably missed out on a few uh, qualifying perf- um, sort of um, performances that he was probably expecting. 
but it is a very, very tough championship, maybe one of the most competitive motorsport championships in the world right now. So, you know, I, I'd, I'd be a little bit kinder to him than what he probably is. Rookie of the year, uh, got a podium at Texas. And uh, the one thing that stood out for me this year was his ability to adapt to ovals better than the street courses. Yeah, and when you, when you listen to him talk about it, um, it probably makes more sense. I mean, uh, the, the straight-up sort of thinking would be that a road course or a street or a permanent course would would suit him better, but, but there's so much more complexity to maximising a car like that with, you know, a huge amount of horsepower, uh, those big tyres, different tyres as well, and getting them up to speed and utilising them for their maximum and that understanding, whereas on an oval... You know, and, and obviously lots of different corners going both ways and, and very different shapes. Whereas on the ovals, you know, you, you set into a, a rhythm and, um, you know, there's, there's less, and I'm not saying this in a, any kind of belittling it in any way, but there's a little bit less to sort of focus on in some respects on the on the ovals. Um, very challenging still, but, um, yeah, it was interesting talking to him about that and just seeing, you know, how... how much easier he felt adapting to the ovals than the road course. Yeah, he said that, and the big takeaway for him from that one was that the, he has to work on the car changes so much over a weekend on road courses uh, with the tyre yeah. situation that the ovals uh, were, as you quite rightly say, a little less challenging. But, you know, we, 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 we picked him on Sky Speed to win a racy podium, So, and that was early in the season. I think that's a, a pretty fair crack, and he's hoping he has another good dig. He's really excited about going back to the Indy 500, and who wouldn't be? Spoke yeah. to Courtney Duncan yesterday, mate. Uh, she she sends her best wishes. Uh, she says she's ready to take my job when we're done. So uh, that that oh. if, if, well, if you remember, that goes right back to that uh, Supercross time when we chatted to her, and um, she started taking the Mickey out of us. So, but she's in great nick. Uh, but what an achievement! Back to back to back, WMX World Champion. Uh, yeah, and we. You know, it's, it's incredible. You know, she won that first one and, and what an achievement. Then she's just gone and slaughtered them um, every year since. And, and that is, yeah, it is phenomenal. I just, we've heaped praise on her and rightly so and lots of other people have too. Um, just, you know, when you put into context the commitment that you've got to have on a bike like that, jumping through the year, um, doing the things they do in such challenging conditions and very changeable conditions and also very different racetracks week on week that um, you need a very different skill set for. For her to go to Europe, be over there pretty much by herself, deal with that and um, manage to, to put together a string of world championships like she has, um, you know, there's not enough really accolade that um, she can be given for, for her commitment to that. Yeah, and uh, she's out of contract, but she gave us indication she will hopefully re-sign with her Kawasaki team in the new year, but uh, I think she's trying to hold out a little bit. But good on her too, and why not? And good on her. And, and good well, on actually, her. I would, I'd be surprised, I'd be very surprised if, if there isn't some other interest being shown, and, and rightfully so. I mean, um, you know, she's showing what she can achieve, and, and I, I would think that there's a few teams that would be like, hey, well, why don't you come and ride for us? So, you know, it's time that she, she got rewarded off the track um, for, for her hard work as well. Uh, before we talk supercars, I'm happy that Max Verstappen won Formula One this year, even in the circumstances. I don't really care. I, I thought it was a crazy end to a season, but I'm happy with the result. Are you? Yeah, I, I am. I, I um, I do, I do wish it had been a little bit more um, precise uh, in in the way it, it sort of all came out in the wash. Um, you know, Lewis Hamilton 
is, is obviously just a, an incredible race car driver, brilliant at what he does. I'm, I'm still not a fan of him in a personal aspect, but I think um, I've got a massive respect for what he's managed to achieve in a race car. Um, and he was winning uh, that race and comfortably doing it. He had proven that uh, from, the, from the moment the lights went out at Abu Dhabi that he was, he was the guy that um, was in charge of that race. And so, you know, it's it's an interesting one to have it taken taken away the way it was. There's lots of conjecture and rock throwing, and Mercedes, especially as you would understand, are, are um, have been using some pretty interesting words and in how they've explained their their feelings about this, which I think is a little bit over the top and uh, sort of not really um, probably taking it on the chin as much as maybe they should. But they do have an argument, and 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 they're pressing on with it, and they have pressed on with it, but. At the end of the day, we need a different champion. Formula One needs a different champion. It needs to be different than Mercedes, and they don't. Mercedes are there, and Lewis is there to to do the job to win, 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 win. Fine, that's great. But uh, there's a lot of people out there that um, you know would like to see someone else do that, and I'm one of those people. And um, what it does do is make me very much uh, look forward to 2022 and what's going to happen in F1 because I'm I'm hoping that it continues on the way it, way it left off. Salary cap. Uh, different cars, uh, bigger tyres. Yeah, right. Does that make any difference, do you think, to the front runners? Uh, I think what it does, it gives a, is a, it gives a time and opportunity uh, for others to um, to be closer and and hopefully get the job done. But the te- big teams with the big money, unfortunately, still have that resource to be able to fast track and work through um, speeding up the learning process to actually find that advantage. That's always the case in a, in a situation like this. But, but let's hope that that, that cap is, is able to be controlled and people um, do honour that and work by it. And it means that hopefully some of those guys further down the field, let's, let's fingers crossed, um, get a chance to, to um, you know, ha- have their day in the sun. Yeah. Um, but we've got other things to look forward to. George Russell at Mercedes, that's a big one to look forward to. You know, there's changes in the driver market, which um, will be interesting. But, you know, maybe teams like McLaren and, and um, uh, AlphaTauri and, and Renault um, have that potential with the new sets of rules to actually come out the blocks uh, more consistent and closer to the to the mark next year. So plenty to look forward to. Yeah, um uh, I spoke to Liam yesterday. Liam Lawson had his driving as Alpha Tori. You could hear the excitement return to his voice, saying it was just incredible. He said, yep. right down to the seat fitting that they went. Oh, he spent a day fitting the seat just for his young driver yeah. test to make everything. He said the, the cars are designed to just for the driver to be so comfortable and as we have discussed already uh, they were pretty impressed with what he did so here's, here's hoping. SVG set up his, his championship win right at the beginning of the season didn't he? He was literally unbeatable from the get go in supercars wasn't he? We set it up um, while he was bloody hurting pretty bad. Oh, with, that was, that uh, was Sandown right? Injury, broken ribs yeah, I mean it was um, he was he was in pretty bad shape to kick things off, and, and, it, and it clearly was actually quite close close call. You know, if, if the doctors had known he had broken ribs at that point, which was pretty interesting that they didn't, um, you know, it would be unlikely that he would have been allowed to start the championship. So, oh, right, you know, how's sorry. that? I mean, it was uh, it was a um, incredible effort by SVG, and he did set, set the year up beautifully um, and managed to maintain. And even though he wasn't winning as much as he would have liked at the end. His consistency and his ability to still get big points, regardless, um, is, is such a strength. Such a strength, and he is—he's—he is just absolutely driven by by being the best he can be. And um, 
that's just going to continue for a very long time to come. So, um, you know, things are going to be a little bit similar next year in, in supercars, albeit he's got a new teammate with a few shifts around the place with, with drivers. But, um, you know, the cars will be a, a, very similar, if not the same, next year. But then it's 2023 that, um, you know, yeah. we'll get a, a full uh, recycle and, and, a, and a new car to to look forward to, which, um, you know, supercars needs, they need to refresh and, and a year's going to be quite a long time waiting for that, I think. I have one wish for supercars in 2022, Murph, and that is... Only one. Well, it's because it's a quite a big wish, okay? Cool. Okay. Can, I, can I say my wish now? Yeah, sure. Okay, thanks. I wish that Erebus become a true front-runner. Sure. And, and I think they, what they've shown this year is, a, is something that I think uh, you may see your wish come come true. Um, you know, the, the momentum has begun, and, and yes, they've got a big break now, um, but as I say, the car's been quite similar and not a lot happening with them, and what they've managed to find to to put them in that space of, of rolling the car out of the truck and being somewhere close straight away, um, you know, that looks to be sort of set in stone. So, um, yeah, let's, fingers crossed it does because it, it, we need that talent, but we also need those personalities up there rocking up the front lot and um, and adding to the, the storytelling and, and uh, the excitement. So you know, I'm with you, mate. I hope that they do too. What's the biggest thing you're looking forward to next year in motorsport? Oh, Apart from working with me, difficult. which is always a bonus, right? That's a big thing to well, get excited it's about. It's good to know that um, we are going to be back. Sky Speed is back from how many? Yeah, eight, uh, or yeah eight or nine. I think it'll be our ninth year doing Sky Speed. Yeah. God, can you believe it? I know, and we still look good. We still look good, too. That's the most important thing. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's why why we've got good editors, to (laughs) to make sure that uh, we uh, have minimal screen time and we use colourful pictures to, to, you know, colour it in. Uh, Yeah, mate, um, I don't know. That's that's really difficult. There's just so much stuff to look forward to. You know, we we have WRC New Zealand next year. That's the one. You know, Uh, so the World Rally Championship is coming to New Zealand next year in September, uh, Peter Johnson and his whole team at Rally New Zealand, um, you know, deserve huge congratulations for that. And that is something for all Kiwis to look forward to. Supercars back in New Zealand next year. You know, fingers crossed that all this um, rubbish is behind us when it comes to events being cancelled and COVID stopping people turning up. So, um, you know, there's, there's a bunch of stuff, but, you know, our Kiwis overseas doing the job is... Yeah, there's, um, you know, Liam doing back in F2. Liam, hopefully, you know, spend some time in that Alpha, Alpha Barry. And you've got the Scots, the great Scots in, in the USA. Hunter McElroy doing Indy Lights. I mean, it's just, it's endless. You know, the amount of uh, people in, in in Australia racing over there uh, next year. Um, so there's, there's plenty to, to be excited about. And, and um, we're pretty fortunate that we get yeah. to keep... Uh, Everyone right up to speed with it all. Yep, yep. Sky speed, race control, the whole nine yards. It's eleven eighteen. Murph, happy Christmas. You, Mons, and the kids have a great <laughs> summer. And uh, don't fall off the wakeboard, okay? Oh, no, 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 mate. She's the surfboard, mate. So we're doing 18 kilometres an hour max. So they can't get hurt falling off at that speed. All right, mate. Take it easy. Happy Christmas. Yep. Cheers, bye. 11.17. Greg Murphy, full-time Bathurst champion. Uh, one half of race control and one half of sky speed. Yeah, I'm the other half. I'm the good-looking half, though.